Hey, welcome back to Brazenly Honest Podcast. This is your host, Gerald. I know I never start out this way. I just felt like doing it this way. Sitting here with a good buddy of mine. I'm not going to mention his name because he's anonymous. But uh, we're going to talk about honesty because that's what Brazenly Honest is all about. Is about being honest living up to your values, whatever your values are. We were talking about um, hot topics like, you know, abortion and and just anything else that could come up. And um, I decided to let him ask me any question he wants to, and I have to be brazenly honest with him. You can ask me any question you want to. He's quiet now because I put him on the spot. You can ask me any question. I have to be honest because I'm doing the whole honesty thing. Okay. Uh... You can ask me about family life. You can ask me about what I do in the evenings when I get off work. You can ask me who I voted for in the last election. You can ask me um, you can ask me anything other than uh, anything about my patients because of HIPAA laws. Are you religious? Am I religious? I used to be religious. I grew up in a Christian household. Um, went to church every time the doors were open. Summer, whatever we called it, summer camp. Uh, Christian churches. Um, I went to Christian schools until the 11th grade. I went to public school 11th and 12th grade year. Um, after a while, after getting out into the real world and figuring things out for myself, I just decided religion was not something that I wanted to pursue anymore. Um, I used to have a lot of panic attacks in churches. And uh, I always felt like people were judging me. And I'm not saying all Christians do this, but a lot of Christians that I talk to, they're always like, oh my gosh, so-and-so does this, and that's so not Christian. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) you're talking bad about somebody, you know, because it says in the Bible, he is without sin, cast the first stone. And it would just cause me to think, like, my anxiety was thinking that everybody around me was talking about me. And it could have developed from being in a church where, you know, where you hear about these things. And I don't think it was my church. My church wasn't like it was really small. It was only like 30 or 40 people in the church. But going to a Christian school, you know, kids were always talking about each other. And that's supposed to be a Christian school. So I'm not going to say there's not a God. I'm not going to say there is a God. I'm just going to say that I'm just going to live my life as morally as I can. How does that sound? Sound like a pretty good answer? Yeah, you can't nod your head on a podcast because nobody knows you're nodding your head. <laughs> if we were on a YouTube video, yeah, they could they could see that. Yeah. What are your I, thoughts on religion? I don't believe in nothing. Don't believe in nothing at all? Like nothing. That's fine. I, I was being funny when I said nothing. I mean, like, when I when I hear somebody say, I don't believe in nothing, then I'm like, this car isn't here. <laughs> but you don't believe in, like, uh, like, you don't believe there's a God. What happens when you die? 
do believe in. Um, do you believe you just cease to exist? Ashes to ashes and dust to dust? Or do you believe that... I do believe in reincarnation. Reincarnation. I like that. You know what? That is the one thing I was talking to. Me and my ex-girlfriend had a podcast called Conspired. And we talked about um, reincarnation. We did an episode on reincarnation. And I actually was moved towards reincarnation. And do you know why I was moved toward reincarnation? Why? Because science says that energy cannot be uh, created or destroyed. And our bodies are made of, you know, we're made of energy. And so that energy has to go somewhere. So why not reincarnation? I mean, I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying it's not real. I just think that's a good concept. I like that. All right. What else would you like to ask me? Anything you want? See, the great thing about podcasts is that if they if they you're they're using a good podcatcher like a, a podcast whatever they listen to the podcast on, they can set it so that it skips silences. But silences aren't bad. It just shows that this is you know on the fly and that we it's not scripted. We're just having a conversation and we're just talking about whatever. And for those of you out there that are wondering, well, uh, another, the other reason we're doing this <clears throat> is because my buddy here has trouble with being verbal um he's very quiet and shy and um i think this is a great way to break him out of his shell is just to put him on the spot and have him ask me questions because we've known each other for a while so he knows he can ask me anything now if i feel uncomfortable with a question i'll probably say skip because you got to remember i'm at the beginning of this whole honesty thing so, if you ask me something that's too personal, then, yeah, I'll probably just skip it. Yeah, that's probably about it. That's probably be the only reason. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm talking to this new girl, um, and uh, I've come to the conclusion that I don't think that I want to let girls, the girls that I'm going out with know that I have a podcast like this. Because I believe that when you first start dating somebody, if you just let everything out, like put all your all your shit out there then they're going to be like oh my gosh this guy has so many issues no i think you're supposed to leak things out slowly like let them get to know who the real you is and then say you know what on the side i like to have panic attacks <laughs> which i don't but i mean i do have panic attacks but i don't enjoy them what else anything you're the first one that's actually done this with me the, I've asked one of the girls at work, and they were like, um, no, you know what, I, I just can't, uh, or no, she didn't say no, it was more along the lines of, yeah, I'll do it, but we never got around to doing it, so you can ask me anything, it, it could be simple questions, it doesn't have to be, like, uh, like, things that are gonna break me, and I'll tell you the same thing I told her, if I go into a panic attack, just ignore it, because yeah. questions can inflict, like, can produce a, a panic attack because I'll know because my heart rate will start beating really fast and I'll start sweating but I kind of want you to ask me questions that put me on the spot I feel comfortable I with you enough. can't think of anything let me see 
What if I asked you questions? I could, yeah. Make that work. Okay. All right. So, what was um, what was it like for you in um, say middle school? Middle school is the hardest time. I think to me, middle school was the hardest for me because of bullying and stuff. But <clears throat> what was middle school like for you? Uh, well, when I first got when that first day, not the first day, but that before that first day, we had to go and um, get our locker uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. And. I had the ELA teacher. That was my first period teacher at first. And, uh, I got the locker, got the combination. She told me I had I, I didn't know how to do it at first, but the second day I uh, went to school, I got I got it all under control. So but, you uh, you had difficulty getting your locker open. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? Make me feel. Uh, I can't think of the word. Um, Just describe the word to me. Instead of using the word, describe like in multiple words how it kind of made you feel. Like mad, a little bit. Mad at okay. myself mad at yourself okay so anger usually stems from other emotions so and I'm going to guess at this and you tell me if I'm right or not is it because you felt like you weren't like up to up to par when it comes to like I should have known how to do this Uh yeah that's what I thought I used I used to feel the same way whenever I was in uh when I was younger like I should know how to do this but not everybody knows how to do everything like you have to learn from somewhere like Everything that you do in life, you've learned from somebody, right? Yeah. I think... Because my mom did it. She did it on the first try. She got it. And then I tried it. I can't get it at first. And then I tried it again. I got it and put it on the locker. And then I had to go home that day. Yeah. And then next day I came to school. They took me out of that class and put me in the special ed class. Because of the lock? <laughs> no, I know it wasn't because of the lock. No, it wasn't because of the lock. It was because they... It was the ELA class, so they thought... Oh, for those out there that don't know ELA, you want to tell them what that is? Like, English language arts. English language arts. So, kind of, like, give you that extra uh, education so that way you can keep up with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you needed the ELA? Do you feel like it helped? Like, when they put me in that class, they they were just trying to get me to how to read faster and all that but I feel like I had I could already read real good yeah I could like we've talked before so in the I past I feel like they should have just kept me in that class and see how I did cause it did, how did it feel whenever they put you in the ELA class how did, how did it make you feel whenever you thought about everybody else I was excited at first and I was ready to learn yeah more stuff new stuff uh huh but then they took me out of that class and put me in the special ed class that they had up there. Yeah. 
Okay, so you were excited at first. How did it feel after that? After going to the classes? Did it did that uh, did the excitement stay? Did you feel like you were learning more? No. Why why is that? I don't know. Is it because um I felt like I was a normal person though. Oh, so it made you feel like, you know what, they put me in this special ed class and now um you know, maybe they think differently of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because some kids, they look at people and they're like, oh, they're in special ed. That means they're not as smart as everybody else. When that's not really true, they're just struggling in certain areas. Like, they could be, like, ten times smarter than you when it comes to math, but maybe they just struggle with reading. Or, like, you, you knew how to read, but maybe you struggled with math. So, yeah, that's what this whole you know, brazenly honest thing is, is it's learning how to be more self-confident and not worrying about what other people think. And that's hard to do, isn't it? Like, they're constantly, like, you're constantly in your head, you got this maladaptive thoughts thinking, oh my gosh, like, people are going to think different of me because of this. But you know what? You're not in school anymore. You're not a special ed kid. You're, like, I've listened to you read. Like, (laughs) at first, to be honest, I thought... That, you know, you did have, like, reading problems. And whenever I started asking you to find out what your reading level was, I started you out really low. And then you started reading, and I was like, holy crap, he's not this low. You're you're way up there. I mean, like, yeah, you you have... That, that's why I have so much... Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I know that you're going to become something if you put your full heart into it, your brain into it, everything. Like, I know you have the intelligence. And so, you know, that's why I I push you. That's why I try to get you to do whatever you can. Like, uh, my one of my friends that lives in, um, in Greenville, he's starting this whole education for um, young, young people to teach them how to handle their finances, just have all, all these things that they don't teach you in school. And I think he's doing a great job. And if you listen to him, I'm telling you, you'll you'll grow. And and don't play video games all the time. It's okay to play video games like a lot. Not when I say a lot, I mean like most of the time. But take a little time to the side and uh, either read a book, listen to an audio book, figure out what you want to learn, what you would like to learn how to do. Study. For, you've been studying for your GED. Oh, you haven't been studying? Last week you were studying. What happened? I got lazy. You got lazy. Ah. What do you think it is that makes you feel lazy? It's going to be something that makes you feel lazy. Is it... um, uh, <clears throat> is it that need to like just do like you know play video games, or is it like you know what I'm just comfortable where I am and I don't really want to move forward yet, or something else? I mean, it could be something else for all I know. Maybe that's something you should think about. Like, you don't have to answer now. You could just think about it and be like, hey, what's what's causing me? 
to the what the word we're looking for is procrastinate. Like you could probably sit there and go, you know what? I need to study for my GED. But then you go, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Because that's the way I was whenever I first started painting. I was like, nah, I'll probably screw something up. I, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And, but this last time when I started painting, I was like, no, I always say I'm going to, I'm not going to do it. I, I'll do it tomorrow, whatever. And as soon as I started painting, now it's just flowing out of me. Like now I'm like producing a painting like every other day <clears throat> because I feel more comfortable. The more you do something, the more comfortable you feel doing it. So maybe try to figure it out. You know, like I showed you the, the YouTube videos that kind of give you like, uh, what is it? Matuza M where he kind of gives you that motivation. He's like, you know, got the voice montage from Rocky saying, you know, it's not how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can, uh, uh, get hit and get back up or whatever the, the saying is. But that like, you just need to feel that motivation and kind of get yourself into a forward momentum. What do you think you need to do to, to better your life? What are some goals, some good goals to do? I just need to find what I like to do. Find what you like to do. You know like how hard that is? You like to cook? Why don't you uh, try... Do you, I mean, do you sit around and watch YouTube videos? Like, I... I sit around and watch him cook. Yeah. Yeah, I love watching... um, Oh, what's his name? Um, Binging with Babish. He actually does fun stuff. Like, he'll find uh, meals that are in movies and television shows and recreate the meals. Even, like, Spongebob. Like, I think he made a uh, Krabby Patty. uh, Tom and Jerry. Yes, he did. That's right. Tom and Jerry. Oh, my gosh. Binging with Babish is awesome. Yeah. But you can find other ways to uh, to cook, like, and you just go out, buy some stuff that you think would be good, and and try it. I mean, the worst you're going to do is just uh, have a crappy dinner <laughs> or a crappy lunch. Just don't fix a lot at one time. You know what I mean? Or if it turns out good, make more for the whole family. You know? Yeah, this is supposed to be about me being honest, but it's more about you being honest but brazenly honest is is all about somebody being honest being honest is confidence like what you're doing right now i want everybody to know that uh that courage is not just like doing something and not being afraid courage is being afraid to do something but doing it anyway and that's what you're doing right now is instead of just being completely quiet and not even talking at all you're at least talking about things that you can do to fix your life, things that has bothered you in the past, and and that's how we learn. I mean, we don't dwell in the past. We we know what our past is about, and we know what we need to do to to change the future. Or we may be like not knowing exactly what we love, and we need to figure out what that is. You know what I mean? Like it took me two years to figure out, I think about two years, maybe a year and a half to figure out what kind of business I want to start. I don't want to say it on here because then somebody will take my idea and run with it. And then by the time I pay off my student loans and start my business, you know, it'll already be taken. But, or I might have already said it in the past. I don't think anybody could really take it because if they started in their own hometown, then it really wouldn't even matter. 
All right, so ask me. I, I really want you to try to ask me any question that I could be honest with you about that that you would like to know, that you think they, that the listeners would like to know about me. Like, it could be about family. It could be about my job. It could be about um, uh, what I do in my spare time. Most of them already know that. Um, How long do you plan on staying at? mental health with mental health um i have what's called a um public service loan forgiveness plan and you have to work for the state for 10 years for them to forgive all your federal loans so far i've been with them for i would say almost four years so i have about six more years to be with mental health and i've told myself that I am going to stick with this job until my student loans are paid off. And one of the main reasons, like, I miss Myrtle Beach. I love, or not Myrtle Beach, but more, well, yeah, Myrtle Beach, Surfside area, you know, Garden City. But I love it down there. I feel more relaxed. Yes, I feel a little bit more anxious up here, but I'm learning to cope. I'm learning, I'm using my coping skills. But if I can focus these six years on bettering myself, um, practicing my coping skills, then by the time I move down to the beach and start my business, plus I'm able to like do research for my business. Like I can find out, you know, how a business operates, what I need to do to operate that business. Um, I can find materials that are inexpensive so that I can keep it, you know, how do businesses run? Like, do you wait till half of your merchandise is gone or yeah, your, your, product is gone and then reorder more or do you order weekly or you know because you don't want to run out of something my so you, auntie want me to do some kind of business in seattle um they um they do housing things they show out houses to um who would want to buy it oh a um oh shoot i went blank who are the people they're uh one of my friends from myrtle beach does that uh they what is it called? I hate when my brain goes blank. It is called a... I'm not going to worry about it. It'll, it'll pop in my head later. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, even though I can't remember something and we're talking on this show and people probably like screaming at their, uh, you know, phones going, it's this, this is what it's called. It's the, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember. But yeah, you, uh, you can actually get a, uh, like a quick degree in it. And you can make good money, <clears throat> but what's the one thing that you have to have? What's the one skill that you have to have to do this job? The major, major skill that you have to have that we're working on with you right now. Communication. Yes, communication. So the more we do the communication stuff, the better off you'll be. I mean, you will have it made. Get all that communication down, be more of a people person. And, um, yeah, you could sell anything. I mean, as long as you learn how to, uh, how to get people to fall in love with what you're wanting to fall in love with, you know what I mean? Like show them the house and you figure out what they like. So what are you looking for in a house? And then you start showing that those parts of the house to them. Like, well, look at this. This is an awesome backyard for your kids to play in. Uh, it's a safe neighborhood. It's whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, that would be a good job for you. If you keep working on those communication skills. And that's why 
Like, he's got his podcast. He's got his own podcast. I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to give him a shout-out. It's uh, Shy to Self-Confidence, right? Because he's just trying to get from that shy area to to being so confident that he can just say what he wants, when he wants. And, uh, yeah, he's he's going to get there. I know he can. He's come a long way. When I first started talking to him, he was like hardly talked at all and now he can be open and honest with me about things and yeah that's 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 steps you gotta gotta start somewhere and soon like I am where you are now or I was where you are now in my teens like I walked around all day long with headphones on not hardly talking to anybody except for my really close friends you know what I mean like they had to be really close to me. Even whenever I would go into a grocery store, the cashier would probably, you know, talk to me, try to talk to me about something, and I would be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and just hand them my money. Or I'd pretend like I couldn't hear them and had my headphones on and just had them hand them my cash. But reading a lot of books on communication, uh, practicing communicating with people, uh, forcing myself to talk to people that either I didn't know or that... Um, you know, just friends that could help me out. Like, they'd be like, no, I don't, you know, you're kind of coming off as this or you're coming off as that. Try it this way. Like, my buddies growing up, uh, my the friends that I made at Myrtle Beach were very, like, outspoken and, like, they could talk to anybody. You know what I mean? They could make a tree talk to them. They were that good. But, yeah. What else would you like to know? Anything. trying to think of other topics that you could ask me about something um what's a good car you think i should the first car you think i should get oh your very first car oh i knew this one my gosh all right this is my recommendation i always recommend either like and i did the research you want toyota honda hyundai uh subaru and you want to always make sure that you get a car that is four-door. Um, you can get four or six-cylinder. I mean, it does change the insurance price a little bit. Four-cylinder is going to be cheaper. But I think six-cylinders last longer. They're just, the engines are, are made better. Um, and you always do this. Whenever you, before you buy the car, you call up Advanced Auto Parts or AutoZone and you say, how much is this part? How much is an alternator? Because... There are some people out there that will be like, oh, I love this BMW, and they buy the BMW, and the BMW is really cheap, but then they find out that the alternator is like $300. And I'm like, see, every time something breaks down, you're going to be paying a lot of money to get it fixed. So, like, the car I own now, it's a Honda Civic. I think the alternator is, like, less than $100. Like, everything is cheap on it. Brakes go bad. Um, pay, like, $15 for some pads. Like, it's 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 inexpensive, and but it's just to get me through. Like I'm living as poor as I can now, so that way, whenever I pay off my student loans, I'll have all this extra income. You know what I mean? To start my business, uh, to travel. I want to travel the world. Um, whatever else you know that I want to do, I want to have. I, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it does buy you freedom 
to go do things that can make you happy. I, I don't believe that things make you happy. I believe that events make you happy. You know what I mean? That's just the way I feel about it. So I, I would I would say, um, and maybe even you know practice your research skills. Go on Google and look up um, best first car or inexpensive cars or cars to stay away from. Like there are certain cars like I don't buy Chevy, I don't buy Ford, um, I don't buy, um, well, there's a lot of cars that I don't buy, I just narrowed it down to ones that I know they'll be cheap to fix, you know? What kind of car did you have in mind? Or you had a truck in mind, didn't you? A Toyota truck. A Toyota truck? That's a good choice. Uh, my uncle had a Toyota, I can't remember what the truck was, it was a Toyota something, and and it, he drove it over 300,000 miles. But the reason is, is because always changed the oil when he needed to, always checked his dipsticks, you know, looked underneath it for rust. Anything that could be going wrong with it, he made sure that he had a savings, like, like some kind of savings just for his truck so he could take it straight to the shop and say, here, I need this fixed. Because if you constantly maintain something, like some people will just buy a vehicle and they'll drive and drive and drive and drive until something breaks and then they'll just take it to the shop and get it fixed. No, you need to take it every once in a while and just say, hey, can you do a maintenance check on this? You know, is there anything going wrong with it? As soon as I bought the car I had now, or I have now, I took it to the shop and I said, hey, can you look it over, see what all it needs? And it needed new plugs and wires and, uh, something else I can't remember exactly what all it needed but uh, yeah get it all fixed now and so that way it's easier to maintain you it's it's easier to maintain a car than it is to fix it every time something breaks because if something breaks that broken piece can cause more broken pieces yeah you see what I'm saying yeah you know exactly what I'm talking about but yeah that's uh, that's the key to buying and, and don't spend a lot of money spend like thousand dollars thousand dollars because your first car, you're going to do something. You're going to back into something. A shopping cart at a grocery store, and somebody's, the wind's going to blow it, and it's going to blow into your vehicle. You should have saw the first car that I... I call it my first car. It's not the first car I owned. It's the first car that actually ran that I drove for a while. It had dents all in it from shopping carts where I worked at uh, Home Depot. Like, And I would always ask, I'd be like, don't y'all cover for this kind of stuff? And they're like, no, if you go outside and look at the signs that are where you park, you know, the little corrals that you put your carts in it says we do not you know cover for damage in this parking lot if a, a sh shopping cart hits your car that's why i just don't ever buy really nice vehicles i don't see the point in it because it's just going to get damaged anyway oh and the first time i bought it i drove it back i drove it home to my mom's house and uh she got up to go to church the next morning and you know what she does she backs up like it's just normal for her to do this every single day or not every day, but every Sunday. And so she started backing up and boom, she backed right into it, broke the tail light and everything. I had to go buy a new, I didn't make her pay for it. Or did I make her pay for it? No, I didn't make her pay for it. I went to the junkyard and got a cheap replacement and just replaced it myself. It, it was a different color. Like the car was purple and the, uh, or no, the car was teal green and the tail light was, uh, was purple. So I didn't care. Like I said, I'm, I'm not in, I'm learning not to be too into looks, you know what I mean? Like I'd rather have the money for events than, than pretty looking things, you know?
All right, you get one more question. Make it a really hard question. Something that is going to make me maybe uncomfortable. And that's okay. I'm not going to be upset with you. I may not answer it, but uh, I just want to see how I do. Because lately I've been uh, being honest with with everybody that I've been talking to. I correct myself whenever I start to say something that is going to be exaggerated. And so I've been doing really good. And so I need to have somebody push me to my limits because if you can push me to my limits then I'll just get better I'll just keep getting better with the whole honesty thing instead of you know trying to hide everything like talking to this new girl I she hasn't really asked me anything like anything I'd feel uncomfortable with I, I she doesn't smoke and I'm still at about three to five cigarettes a day and I'm trying to quit and I really like this girl because she's, you know, like perfect match, like intelligent, pretty, or beautiful. Um, like just everything that I start looking for in a girl to start dating. And, um, I mean, it may not even work. I might even jinx myself just by saying this, you know, like I might say it, say that, and then she just ends up stop talking because she is in college. She is in grad school and grad school is really time consuming and everything and and but you have to have patience but you know deep down I'm like I hope she never asked me if I smoke because <laughs> I don't want to be honest about it I'm going to be but uh that's probably one of the things that would that would bother me if, if that makes sense because you're always trying to make your best impression when you meet somebody but you don't want to you don't want to mislead them because I don't know something like smoking I can quit sooner or later and hopefully somebody wouldn't be like well I'm sorry I can't date you because you smoke but then there might be something else that maybe um, she is um, I don't know her political view is different from mine and it's one of those deal breakers you know what I mean something like that so what we got one more one more question you can ask me anything you want And don't don't worry about the question, because all because the worst thing that'll happen is just me saying, you know what, that's not that's something I don't feel comfortable with. But I, I kind of want you to ask me a question that I don't feel comfortable with. I want to be able to answer those questions. Do you think the girls that are in my Facebook are a good fit for me? Okay, so. This is more along the question of for you. Um, I'll answer it. I don't know the girls in your Facebook, and so I can't tell you. I don't like them because they all on gold diggers. They all what? Gold diggers. Now, do you know why you all your girls in Facebook are gold diggers? Nope. Because you're picking them. You're picking girls. Like, you have to have morals. Remember what I told you about the... Um, the confidence workbook how you have to set yourself a certain amount of, of values like pick your values what is what do you look for in a female what do you look for in a girlfriend what do you look for in a wife you know what is it about a person that you think you'd want to spend the rest of your life with you know what i mean like have you dated girls in the past that have like what is it you don't want to put up with 
You know what I mean? Like, if you look at my dating profile, I say exactly what I mean. Like, it says in there, I am living poor so that I can pay off my student loans. So that means that any girls that talk to me and they're like, oh, I thought you were going to take me out to dinner and everything. I'd be like, yeah, if we're going to like Chick-fil-A or something like that, like I am saving my money so that I can, or I'm spending my money towards my student loans so I can have money in the future to have a better life. And so they know up front what they're looking, what, what's going on. So if I say, hey, let's go to uh, the park and, and walk and get to know each other and let's talk or let's go. Like I asked the girl that I'm talking to now, I said, let's go have a cup of coffee. Something simple. Two cups of coffee, 10 bucks. You know what I mean? It's, I doubt it'd be 10 bucks. I'm not going to Starbucks unless she's just like absolutely adamant about Starbucks. But I think Starbucks is over, overpriced. I, I like just little coffee shops. But that's what you have to look for. Look at their profile. Look how they are. Are they scandalous pictures? Are they kind of like, you know, showing off their ass or whatever they're doing? Like, these are the kind of girls that, yeah, you could go and have fun with. I, I, I don't judge people on that. You know, if the girls want to act that way, that's that's their prerogative. That's whatever they want to do, they can do. It's their life. They'll, they're going to draw people to them that, are, that like that kind of thing, but they're going to draw certain types of guys to them. You know what I mean? or girls, whatever they go for. And so you have to look at their profiles. Like whenever I get on like say Tinder, I'm looking at these girls. And the first thing I do is I say, are they attractive? If I'm not attracted to them, it's left, 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 left. And then when I see that I'm attracted to them or Hinge, Hinge is a good uh, uh, site to use. I like Hinge actually better than Tinder because you actually, I, I don't know. It just seems like it's, it's, it's more dating than Tinder is. <clears throat> but then you start looking at what they typed in. One of the things that I, I don't like, like I'll see girls, I'll be like, oh, she's pretty. And then I'll start flipping through her pictures and she's flipping off the camera. And I'm like, why? Are, are you just angry at the world or something like that? And to me, I'm just like, no, nah, that's an automatic swipe left. So you got to look at what they are going to offer you and what you're going to offer them. You know what I mean? And don't think about... If you're actually trying to better your life, if you're actually going to go get your GED, go get you a, a good job or start your own business or whatever it is you're going to do, if you have these goals in your mind, then don't think about like, oh, these girls aren't going to like me because I, I don't have enough money for them. Because I used to think like that. But now it's... Everybody like that? It's the train that's nearby. <laughs> Uh, but now it's like, you know what, I'm going to put out what I like and I'm only going to accept, or what I am like and only going to accept what I like. <clears throat> I don't know if everybody can hear us. We'll wait till the train gets done. As soon as the train goes by, it, uh, it, they have to honk whenever they go through a, a, the, past the road. We're doing this on the fly. This was just random. This was not even, um, you know, something that we planned. He's starting his podcast. He hasn't had his first episode yet. He was kind of iffy about it. So I gave him a shout-out, but I'm hoping that this shout-out, like, gets him to see that you can talk about anything. Like, we could talk, like my podcast is, is about being honest and building self-confidence and reducing anxiety, things like that. But your podcast could be about anything you want. Like, you could get on there... Like my buddy Glenn, I know my buddy Glenn listens, will be listening right now. 
uh, his the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. Remember I told you about that one? He talks about anything and everything. Like, whatever he reads, whatever he sees on TV, uh, sports, uh, I mean, anything. He just makes it funny. But, yeah, you just figure out what it is you want to do. But when it comes to the girls, go in there and figure out, you know, who you think is actually going to, um, is going to be a, a match for you. Start talking to them. You know what I mean? Ask them if they want to be on a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be, would, would that be kind of fun? Just be like, hey, you know, you I, I have my own podcast. Yeah, I'll like, go ask uh, my cousin over there. Did he want to be on my podcast? Yeah, yeah. Invite your cousin on there. Y'all talk about whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. People, my listeners may go over. They may listen and, the, <clears throat> and they'll be like, they'll be like, no, this is not for me. And they won't listen again. <clears throat> or they might listen to it and say, you know what? This is interesting. This guy is interesting. So they keep listening. That's just the way it is. But you got to think of topics that not only you're interested in, but you think others might be interested in well. But on on the same, you know, on the other side of the coin, it's your podcast. You can talk about whatever you want. Like right now, we're talking about whatever. (laughs) If they listen to it, they listen to it. If they stop halfway through, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like I know my listenership. And and I, I talk about whatever. Like, I lost a lot of listeners. Not a lot of listeners. I lost listeners whenever I switched my podcast from anxiety, only talking about my anxiety, to brazenly honest. Because I don't think that talking about your anxiety all the time helps it. I think you're just reinforcing your brain to think, I have anxiety, I have anxiety, I have anxiety. And it took me this long to finally figure that out. When really I need to just be more courageous and do things that would normally cause me to have anxiety so that way I can show myself that who cares like like I can't remember the last time I had a panic attack I remember my last panic attack when was your last one I was at a friend's house where we had just got finished smoking uh-huh. and my mom texted me something crazy talking about something that she done lost she thought I had lost. Yeah. Thought you lost something, and um, and then you were like, "Did I?" You know, you're going cr- like yeah. crazy, thinking, "Yeah," because your heart starts beating real yeah. fast. And you're like, "I know like, I didn't." I like didn't. what? No, I didn't. This this is crazy. But you know, it's okay because it didn't. Nothing bad turned out of it, right? And so you just got to remember that because, yeah, you just have to take life as it comes. And just roll with the punches. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate you being on this episode. Um, I, I look forward to listening to your podcast. You know I'm going to be one of your first subscribers. I tried to find you over the weekend, uh, but it said that there was no podcast created called Shy and uh, Self-Confidence. So you need to go probably into your emails and hit accept or whatever it is where you where you created it. And... Uh, Yeah, I'm definitely going to be listening to you. All right? We appreciate y'all for listening to us. Um, You want to say anything before we sign off? He's like, no, that's all right. He he said I've done enough. (laughs) All right, y'all take it easy.